The artifact was unearthed in the Swabian Jura, at the rear of a cavern carved into a limestone rib. Geologist Otto Völsing made the discovery. He was leading an excavation financed by the German military, and time was pressing. Europe was poised for the Second World War, and it was the final day of the dig. In the hindquarters of the cave, folded through archaic sediment, Völsing came upon a fragment of engraved ivory. There were hundreds of them. By dim torchlight, the geologist made his excavation. It would take many years for the fragments to be reassembled. Archaeologists returned to the cave in the 1980s, and further pieces of the puzzle were exhumed. Völsink had unearthed a statuette, a hybrid figure, upward standing and humanoid in form, but with the head of an animal. It was only in 2013, following the discovery of more than a thousand additional fragments, and after years of painstaking reassembly, that the restoration was declared complete. The figure was named Der Löwenmensch, the Lion Man. The statuette had been carved from a mammoth's tusk 40,000 years ago. As scholars pored over the figure, archaeologist and craftsman Wolf Hein set out to create a replica using the tools and materials available in the Upper Paleolithic. Hein sat among hammer stones and rabbit trails and chipped away at his laborious task. The Lion Man, he says, would have taken more than 400 hours to sculpt, the equivalent of working for six weeks, seven days a week, eight hours a day. This was a phenomenal length of time for our ancestors to have spent on a task that had no obvious pragmatic value. Europe was a windswept steppe. Our forebears were nomadic hunters who tracked reindeer across its expanse, armed with wooden spears. They dressed in animal skins. They burned bones for warmth. Those 400 hours could have been spent in more practical pursuits, hunting, foraging, planning, parenting, cooking, sowing, tending to the camp. The Lion Man did not aid their survival directly, but he was of evident importance to the community. You scratch and scratch, and days and days of working and working, and blisters on my hands, my finger was aching. Hein recalls. A real artist made this. He was set free by his community to do this piece of artwork. If you do this, you can't go hunting, you can't go fishing, you work all day on it. Who, or what, was the Lion Man? The statuette stands 31 centimetres tall, the head of a cave lion perched atop human shoulders. The eyes gaze and the ears are alert. The arms, which rest close to the body, have been enhanced with the paws of a feline, while the lower body belongs to a human. The figure appears to be standing on his toes, or perhaps he is floating. Was this a mythical monster? A hunter in disguise? A shaman draped in an animal hide? What did the Lion Man mean to the sculptor's community? Why did the artist choose to depict this of all possible images? The cave provides some clues. The mouth faces north, rendering the site cold and unsuitable for habitation. No one lived here, but they might have visited on ceremonial occasions. The Lion Man had been stashed forty metres from the cave entrance, along with a handful of perforated fox teeth and a cache of reindeer antlers. Some scholars have suggested 
that these might have formed part of a decorative garment. Perhaps a group came here to perform a ritual. Someone entered the cave, their dressing room, to retrieve the lion man and don their ceremonial attire. Analysis of the carving shows that the surface has been rubbed and smoothed, as though the statuette was passed from person to person, from hand to hand, to be held and beheld. We imagine a fire at the mouth of the cave, a group before the flames. A story is told, a tale in which the lion man features. The statuette is passed as the story is spoken. The Lion Man is the oldest figurative sculpture in the archaeological record, among the very first works of art. He is also the oldest known representation of a supernatural being. We do not know who or what the Lion Man was, but we know that this human feline anatomy is not found in the natural world, only in the meeting of that world with the human imagination.